Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God. And we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. My good brother, Raheem. What's good, man? <laughs> My God to obey. You're Hi- back. <laughs> Happy New Year after months. Like Michael Jordan, I'm back. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Look, man, we just want to say thank you to anybody who is actually tuning in because we have taken a long hiatus, and we're going to get into that. But there's some things that we haven't forgotten, you know. Um, We always give praise to God. We always thank God for just his mercy on us. So um, let's go ahead and kick this off with a prayer because I started off talking. I'm going to let you do the honors. Cool. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just thank you um, just for this moment and this opportunity, Lord, we don't take it for granted. Any chance that we get to talk about you, talk about your word, and just, you know, bring you into the airways, God, we just, we're grateful for it. We thank you for this podcast. I thank you for my host. We thank you for the faithful listeners that you've given us, and we just pray that this conversation is fruitful. I pray, God, that you give us the grace to not take a long hiatus like this again, and and we just pray that, uh, man, we just continue to grow and that uh, urban theology keeps pushing forward and giving you glory. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I love that. I love that. And the same way that God has given us grace, we need grace from our listeners as well. (laughs) You know? So before we get into anything that we want to get into, let's give the listeners an update of where where have we been? What's what's going on with us? You want to go first? I just talk, bro. You go first. (laughs) Honestly, man, just I would just say for me personally, just life being life and just taking extended time to really just kind of focus on um, my mental health and tending to myself. I think like we, we have this big thing in society and culture where we just talk about mental health and self-care, but like it's really not self-care and, and all that stuff until you actually are in a position where you have to take care of yourself, where you have to address your mental health, where you have to address, you know, how you're feeling mentally and I think for me like one thing I've kind of learned as a Christian too is like um, being mentally healthy spiritually healthy and physically healthy all of those forms of health are dependent on one another right so if you're not mentally healthy you're not going to be spiritually healthy Mm -hmm. if you're not uh, spiritually healthy right you will not be mentally healthy and if you're not well physically it affects you spiritually and it affects you mentally And, and what I learned is being a Christian, we think that like, oh, God just cares about my spiritual health. No, God gave you a body. The body is a temple. That includes the mind, the soul, like the physical body. So mm-hmm. you really got to tend to all parts of your body, right? So that means being spiritually healthy, which is having a healthy relationship with Jesus. Being mentally healthy, which means you're addressing your mental health, your needs, and just kind of how you feel, right? How you feel mentally, you know, what's going on. And then physically, right, you know eating right, sleeping right, going to the gym, right, taking care of yourself. And I just learned that when you're lacking in one or more of those areas, eventually it takes a toll on you and you can't do, um, you can't really do what you're called to do effectively until you take time to tend to that. So that's a lot of where I've been just personally, man, just focusing on myself, self-development, my mental health, and really just, you know, doing that core mental and soul work. So I praise God that your boy is in a, a way better um, headspace and heart space. And 
I'm here and as one of the co-hosts of Urban Theology to uh, help give y'all awesome content, hopefully. But for you, Brother Tobey, where have you been? What's been going on with you? Way, way to leave me <laughs> to go. Um, I'm just over here being unhealthy. <laughs> nah, but I, I appreciate your uh, openness and transparency as always. I I got engaged, bro. I don't know if I announced that to everybody. So, ladies, too bad. <laughs> Her loss. <laughs> no, but I got engaged, and it's a powerful thing because I got engaged, and you know, I got engaged. And I'm an adult. She's an adult as well, and there's so much that we learned, so many things that we carry from our families where we have to compromise. We got to come together and. You know, the foundation is Christ, God. You know, there's a reason that he created man and woman. And sometimes the world will misconstrue some of those things. They, The world will make you feel as though you're always going to be in control. And um, there, there's just so much that I've learned, so much that I've learned. Uh, so without giving away anything, because we want you to stay tuned, we got to... Heavy, heavy, heavy episode planned for y'all. Um, I would say I got engaged and I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. So, um, yeah, man, that's where I've been, man. That's where I've been. That's where I've been. So, the next thing I want to do is actually give the listeners some things to look forward to because we've been away for a minute. There are some people who they're going to see this pop up <laughs> and they're going to be like, these boys ain't serious. <laughs> you know, they're not serious. And we want to be held accountable. That's not only by you, but by God, you know? I mean, I think you're helping us because this podcast was a major area of growth for me in terms of my personal life. Um, Holding me accountable, having somebody that I could praise God with, um, you know, that's something that I, I cherish. So... Let's talk about some things that we are actually going to promise our listeners, you know, and I think the first thing that we're going to promise is we're not going to have these hiatuses the same way that we've had these hiatuses in the past. You know, I think there's a need for the content that we're sharing. There's a need for it. You know, you look outside today and everything that's going viral is almost contrary to God's word. That's real. And I think, too, especially in the space that we're in, um, men that have podcasts, one thing I notice is that, and we've talked about this a little bit, but like the whole idea of the men podcast genre, it's very toxic. Yeah. Like usually it's men bashing women and all of this stuff and just it's stuff that's not helpful. So for us as two men especially like men of God, we just want to come at it from a different angle. We're still talking about life issues, but we're coming at it from a different vantage point. We're coming at it from, you know, the wisdom of God, his word, and some of our life experiences, right? We're coming at it from a different angle. So we just hope um, that we can continue to give our relatable, honest, truthful, and relevant content. And boy, do we have more life experiences. <laughs> boy, do we have more life experiences. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to share some of the things that God has revealed to me. I can't wait to share some of the things that God has taken from me because that's also part of our faith, right? There are things that God will take from you, whether it's because you have not taken care of it, whether it's because you are mishandling. Hey, you know, so there's so much that I have been through. And Raheem has told me some things that he's been through too. 
where I think we can touch somebody out there. We can help somebody out there because that's what this is all about. Uh, you know, I mean, if we get if we get a few followers from this part, yeah, that that'd be cool. You know, let's monetize it. That'd be, that'd be cool. But first and foremost, it's really hey, we want to bring people closer to God. You know, that's that's the journey that we're on, and I don't know about you, but I have seen the other side. I've been, you know, following the world. <laughs> I've 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 been lost, and there's no place I would rather be than. Knowing that, hey, look, I submit to God. That's right. I think another thing, too, I noticed, too, is just like we have created a community, right? I think one of the things God really has encouraged me and like convicted me about, I remember I was in church one Sunday, and a lot of times we have this, we think about, um, we look at platforms like, oh, I need X amount of this mm-hmm. for my thing to blow up, right? But one thing God convicted me convicted me about is, don't worry about the numbers. Just do what I told you to do. Mm-hmm. Too much we worry. We look at, oh, this person's podcast or their ministry or their business, their family, their whatever is prospering. Yeah. But we don't realize God has something special for everyone. It doesn't look the same, right? I think we get caught yeah. up in God tells us to do something like, yo, I made you specifically for this. Worry about this. Worry about this. But we're too busy looking to the left and to the right yeah. instead of looking yeah. at what God has called us to do. So yeah. like, I just say that to say, like, me and Tobey were specially crafted to do this podcast. I don't know about you, bro, and I, I was thinking about this during the hiatus and just kind of thinking about things God has called me to do. When God is calling you to do something, when you're doing it, it just feels right. What I mean by feels right, it feels like it's like a glove. You wear a glove and it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I'm doing the podcast, talking about God's word, talking about life, and just talking about a whole bunch of things, it feels like I'm at home. I don't know if you get that feeling. I mean, I actually am home. People don't know, but we record at my home. So, yes, I, I do feel like, you know, I am. And I, I relate to that. Uh, this doesn't seem like homework. This doesn't seem like something where I drag my feet. This is something where I also get a piece of enrichment from it, you know. So, yeah, we're going to we can promise you a lot of relatable content because of some of the things you've gone through in life. Another thing that we can promise you. So we realize that. You know, audio is great, but video is even better, you know, and we're going to invest in ourselves. Uh, and by God's grace, we're going to invest in ourselves because we can't do this alone. You know, by God's grace, we're going to invest in ourselves and we're going to get the proper equipment where you can see our lovely faces. And you can see some of our reactions, some of the things that we disclose to each other, because uh, sometimes I don't be knowing, you know, I'd be like, yo, you really about to say that? <laughs> so, you know, you can see that you can get a better interaction with us and ultimately it's just going to give us another avenue to promote the God agenda. Yeah, man, definitely you're going to see some more video long-form content from us. Um, Everything from reels to TikToks, you're going to see more engaging um, engaging pieces of our conversation. I'm not dancing. No, we're not talking about we're not talking about dances, but maybe Either not to be funny, but like maybe those quote unquote controversial moments, or even those moments of like, like wisdom when the Holy Spirit is dropping gems. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna be able to document that and just share those moments with with you all and other people. You know, what I'm saying hopefully y'all share them as well too, right? So that other people can see that content as well. As long as you know, I'm not. I feel like I'm not doing that. Okay. You're not moving the hips. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
These, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not going down like that. Time out here. Um, and then lastly, so we have a big announcement. This is a really big announcement, and it's something that is evolving. God has blessed us. Um, we're looking for any gentleman, um, and I know we have a lot of women listeners. Shout out to the women, but if you know a gentleman who could benefit from a custom-made suit, you know, this is something that's been put on our heart. We're still working on the details, but it is definite. You know, if you know anyone that could benefit from a custom-made suit on the house, you know, I think prom season is in like May. Um, we could work something out where, you know, they get it later. But if you know anyone, a gentleman who could use a suit, whether it's for a job interview, whatever, you know, and, and for whatever reason, they just aren't able to purchase one, please reach out to us. You can reach out to us, Instagram. Uh, you can reach out to us. Uh, how, how else can I reach out? Twitter. Uh, you can also send us an email. You know, that's urbantheologypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us at urbantheology underscore on Instagram. If you know any gentlemen, and it, it can be up to five gentlemen, you know, so what we're going to do is as we get interest on this, um, if it's if it's a bunch of interest, we're going to have to narrow it down. But um, this is something that God has put on our hearts. Um, and, and we're so excited that we can bless others through this podcast. So that's something that we can promise, you know. So if you know anybody, please reach out to us and, uh, yeah, you won't regret it. Yes, sir, man. We really are looking into getting into more active ministry and even just doing this suit giveaway is just an act of love and just ministry, you know, looking out for people that may just need a nice, you know, nice suit, like you said, for like a job interview or Hey, maybe they got a shorty. They got a, you know, they want to take on a date. They want to look presentable. So, hey. you know what I'm saying? We just want to help in whatever way that... Um, Would you go on a first date with a suit? Hey, it could show that he has initiative and he has drive. And he, first you know of all, the women these days, they're going to they make fun of you, man. They're going to be like, you swear? Oh, my gosh. No, but I said all that to say, Jen, we're doing this out of the goodness of our heart. You know what I'm saying? To bless bless someone else. But that was funny, though. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, man. So, hey... Let's jump into the first episode of season five. Man, we made it to season five. Crazy, right? You know, and when we started this podcast, people don't understand podcasting is not just talking, all right? I mean, there does have to be some type of cooperation between co-hosts. I mean, and when life is lifing, hey, there's there can be short podcast lifespans out there, you know. So hey, I thank God for allowing us to get to season five. Let's jump into episode one of season five. Um, and I, I think we can just make this a little personal, right? Talk about some things that we're going through. I'm going to step up to the plate. As I mentioned, I am a fiancé. Fiance. Where's the word fiance, fiance come from? I think it's French. French? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fiance, you know? And uh, it's, it's interesting. Something that no one ever told me. And um, I never got the chance to prepare for was the emotional transformation that occurs from an engagement. I think the world has, has told us that, you know, a wedding and a marriage is just between two people. But, you know, if you look back biblically, these are things that there is family involved there. You know, I'm not saying, you know, you have to live in the family house or something like that. But, you know, you go to the house of X, Y, Z and you marry somebody from that house. So it's 
taking all the comments, all the considerations from, you know, her side of the family, my side of the family, listening to her. Um, and as I, as I mentioned earlier, men and women are not the same, right? <laughs> there, there are going to be things that she's going to react and I just have to comfort. You know, there are going to be things that I react to and she comforts me. You know, and I think in the aspect of a wedding, women freak out more than men. You know, it's like, oh, they didn't do this little thing on your dress, boo-hoo. I want to say that, but I'm like, oh, no, babe, it's going to be fine. They're going to get the dress right. This is going to be perfect. In the back of my head, I'm like, you're going to get married to me whether it's this dress or that dress. You know, it is what it is. So that transformation, I don't, nobody prepared me for that. And it's such an important thing because it could be a transformation for the worse, right? I could be somebody who's just like, man, I just hate all the stuff and this and that. And I had to pray and ask God to please help me during the season. Um, I mean, it's not easy planning a wedding. <laughs> it's expensive to plan a wedding because yeah. these days, you know, if you run out of wine, you have to buy some more. It's no, you know, it's, it's expensive. So for me, it's been tough, but it's a challenge that I am... I'm taking head on and I'm praying about consistently. Uh, so that that's one thing that's, that's man, I could talk for days about that. I mean, that's real. Um, obviously, some of y'all know, I've, I've been engaged for a while, so I got a little more cloud in, <laughs> a little more cloud oh, in the engagement game than you over here. But uh, but I would definitely just say with that, um, the funny, well, the funny part about being, being engaged is that, and we're both Nigerian men, there's culture, Nigerians esteem culture more than things that quote unquote make sense. Like marriage yes. is more than <laughs> marriage is more than quote unquote culture. Like as from a Christian perspective, miracle is a biblical mandate. It's something that God created uh-huh. Adam and Eve in the garden, you know, the first first marriage. But we're both Nigerian and my brother's evil, I'm Yoruba. But our culture is esteemed culture more than what the thing was yeah. created for. So they have a tendency to kind of add things that are literally not even biblical. They kind of just add stuff here and there, right? And there's, mm-hmm. um, what I've learned is that a lot of times, especially being African, wedding and preparing for a wedding sometimes brings out the worst in certain family members. So it just takes a special grace to kind of deal with some of that. Uh, it's a lot of setting boundaries. It's a lot of having uncomfortable conversations with your parents about um, certain things you may not want to do. Like, obviously, there's certain things culturally you don't have an issue with per se, but there's certain things where it's like your parents may get really, really offended and mad about something but it's like it's a cultural thing it's not biblical it's a cultural thing or something that's not no not necessarily a mandate but it's something you know that they're they're mad about so i would just say for this point in your life it requires a lot of grace i want to encourage you go with me god give you grace in this season of your life bro. hey thank you bro and you know look i gotta be honest here uh we trying to wait till marriage you know uh, that's been a struggle as well that's that's a whole nother episode, you know. That's a whole nother episode. But you know, in this time of engagement, it is tough um, because we're we're learning a lot more about each other, and this is that period where you want to do the work, you know. Because once that thing becomes legal, once you make that promise to God to love this person till death do you part, it ain't so much about your little emotions anymore. And I'm talking to men and women. 
You know, I think this society, we make it easy to undo things, you know, and there's some things that it's like, hey, look, <laughs> this is, this is, you get engaged to do that hard work, to ask those hard questions, to make decisions, you know, because the truth is you should not feel pressured just because you're engaged to get married if, if and if, you know, there are things that are red flags, you know, so man, I, I've been through a lot, you know, I've been through a lot, but it's something that I'm just thankful to God for taking me through. Um, there's a lot of growth that has come through that. So, hey, more to come in more episodes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another thing that has been big with me is just the power of forgiveness, man. Power of forgiveness. It just seems like today everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to forgive and forget. You know, and like forget the person. Like, oh, you don't exist type of thing. God might have something for you to do that includes somebody that you have forgiven and forgotten. And the minute you say, oh, no, I'm not crossing that path, it's you're putting yourself before what God wants. You know, and of course, you want to stay prayed up, right? You want to make sure that you're asking God to give you signs, asking God to direct you. But I know there are times where people will forgive. They'll say, hey, I forgive. But then if God tells you to do something that involves crossing that person's path, it's, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. You know, and that's not forgiveness. Um, I, I think we are called to love one another. And it's very difficult. It is very difficult. I'm not sitting here saying this is the easiest concept. But learning to forgive and embrace has been tough. You know, and it's not to say, oh, because you forgive somebody, you have to let them back in the position that they were in. No, but, you know, you can forgive somebody and you could still show some care for them. Uh, that's that's something that I, I have seen. Um, that's something that I think people sometimes struggle with. I've seen my mom struggle with this. You know, she forgives people, but it's like, oh, I can't, I can't stand them. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying, this is still taking up space in your in, in your body, in your soul. You know, this thing about, oh, if I see that person, I'm just gonna, oh yeah, I can't I can't stand them. I can't. You know, so that's one thing that I've been working on, making sure that I'm not holding any grudges. You know, we have friends. We have friends that have wronged us. I've wronged people, too. I'm not perfect. And I've forgiven these people. And I know if God asks me to, hey, reach out to this person, see what that person's going through, I'll do it. I'll do it. So, and yeah, that's, that's, that's what's up with me, man. It's just a lot of growth, a lot of learning. Um, and, and with that, when I say a lot of growth, hey, there's something called growing pains, right? So it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts, yeah, bro. Yeah. It hurts. You know, and not I, every growth is just, you know, oh, yeah, I'm so perfect. I'm so great. And no, like, fam, it was some nights where I was just like, man, I'm, I'm kind of upset, kind of sad. Man, I can feel you on that. I think also growth is uncomfortable, um, especially like in the area of like, forgiveness because like with forgiveness kind of just like what you were talking about is also like the two-way street there's the person that um that is offended and the person that has done the offense mm -hmm. right the person that is offended forgiveness releases them from whatever was done right it, they have peace because they've 
forgiven, right? Especially yeah. like for example, if I'm the one that the action was done to, I am no more holding a grudge against you. And for the person that's trying to earn forgiveness from the other person, like they're they are released and they can live a free life, right? But it takes a level that's why forgiveness is a spiritual thing. It's not a thing of like it's it's hard to do it as a human being. That's why you need the spirit of God to do it. Because I always I brought back to this of like, what if God didn't forgive me? As much as I sin against God, as much as I disobeyed God at times, as much as I have disobeyed God in the past, and God has still forgiven me. Who am I to not forgive other people? Who am I not to who am I not to forgive? Show love and grace to you know what I'm saying to those in my circle. So, man, that's that's big, bro. I got I got to give it to you on that. Yeah. And bro, I'm I'm just excited that Urban Theology is back. You know, I'm so excited that I got my guy back with me. And hey, look, these promises that we made, we we gonna make sure that we stick to them. You know, Urban Theology is back. Um, so what about you? What's what are some things that you've been dealing with? Man, so I would say one of the big things for me is like really, really taking a extended break to really focus on my mental health and get to the root of some really deep like personal things man and I would say this for anyone listening man it takes a lot of work to really dig deep and one of the things that tends to hold us back I knew what held me back was fear was fear of like what would happen if like I really dig deep and I get to the root of some of my behaviors thought patterns traumas like so it's very comfort. It's very comforting to an extent, and comfortable to live in stagnancy. And what I mean by stagnancy mm-hmm. is, well, these things have always been this way. It's yeah. always been a part of me. We we tend to make excuses. Oh well, things have always been this way. Talk about and, it. and you learn to just live with, quote unquote, the status quo that you've created for your life. That was me. Those are some things that I was dealing with where I was kind of forced into a situation to actually address bro why do I behave like this way why do I think this way why do these things hurt me and even just things that I held on to for so long and I'm going to tell y'all this I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all it is the scariest thing you will ever do in your life but it takes a lot of courage to do it and I want to encourage anyone um, especially if you're a believer if you are struggling with you know mental health or even just addressing wounds and trauma and, and, and certain things, I want to encourage you to do it, right? Because what's the alternative? Do you just want to stay the way you are or do you want to take the leap of faith and actually, actually address what's going on with you? And if you stay the way you are, it's going to kill you. Yes. And, and, and bro, thank you for saying that because for me, I would say that being put into a position where like I had to really face this stuff. Man, I thank God, I feel like it saved my life. Like really, I feel like it did save my life and put me in a position to really actually be healthy and actually have a chance at growing as a man of God, growing into a husband and just being the best version of myself. Like people talk a lot about, about like, yo, I'm ready to be my best self and yada, yada, yada and do all that. <laughs> but like, no, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. It takes work. Whether you want to yeah. go spiritually, you want to go mentally, or you want to go physically. If you want to like change yourself physically, hit the gym. Stop talking about it. Be about it. If you want to really like um, grow spiritually, join a church, get into a community, and get around people that really love God. You're going to be challenged to grow spiritually whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And if you want to grow mentally, 
find a trusted therapist, someone that you can talk to, and somebody that um, you're okay with challenging you. And you also have to be you have to be open to being an open book. Because I'm telling you, you are not going to experience any change if you do not um, open up. So that was definitely, that's one of the things that I had going on. But I'm just here to say, you know, God has been working through me. In Yo, this do you think you can lead a Urban Theology workout group? Because that was good. You want <laughs> to lose weight, get uh, to the gym. Uh, that, 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 it, that was good, man. No, it, I got man. scared, man. Sheesh. No, but no, I feel you on all you said, bro. I feel you. And, um... You know, doing the work, it's it's hard. You know, it's so easy to take the uh, take the passive route where it's just oh, I'm just gonna stay stagnant, like you said, stagnancy. So um, I'm I'm happy for you, bro. I'm happy for you. I can't wait to, for, for I can't wait for you to share more. You know, um, and I would say I, I know with me, uh, going back to just the engagement thing, it was learning that you know you got to be hard and soft. Like, it's like. I have to be tough here, but then I have to be a little bit more lenient here. And if I am not balanced, man, things could come crashing down, you know. But hey, look, man, I just, I just, I just thank God that urban theology is back because what I do know is there are a lot of people who they rely on just um, social media for you know dealing with some of these things. And social media will tell you what sells, you know. So they'll tell you what sells. They're not in the business of what heals because if you heal, you're not going to come back. Yeah. You know. So social media will tell you to, you know, do this and do that. And one thing we have to realize is God has given us power. God has given us a lot of power, and we have the power to get out of these little ruts that we're in. Yeah. But we have to choose to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to choose to do that. So thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that, bro. No, thanks, man. Thanks for, for letting me share that, man. Hey, uh, what's going on this new year? It's 2023. Man, so, man, I'm, I'm going to take you out of church real quick. So uh, my pastor preached a really solid word last Sunday. By the way, I joined the new church last year. Shout out. You be church hopping, no, boy. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to plug my church real quick. Shameless plug. Uh, shout out the Well Church. Uh, shout out my pastor, Pastor Victor. And shout out uh, Pastor Amby. Y'all are dope. I love y'all. But um, but yeah, my pastor preached a message last year. I mean, last, not last year. Last last week, last Sunday on um, pretty much uh, this, you know, this being the new year and what's the, the way to be successful. And just for me, there are some things that really uh, stuck out to me and it really kind of stuck with me. For me, it's like, Really just building my life and anchoring it on Jesus, man. It doesn't matter. Like, nothing I'm going to do this year is going to be successful if I don't submit it to him first, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we have a tendency to do plans and jump into things without consulting with him first. Yep. Right? And for me, I, like, stepping into the season that I'm stepping into, being a husband, you know, stepping into being a husband, and by God's grace, one day being a father... The biggest thing I can do and the best thing I can do is always consult God. God, what is next for me and our family? What is the next step? Yeah. Right? And that's the best thing I can do to set us up for sex. Not even just my family, even if it's business. God, does it make sense for me to go into this business? Does it make sense for me to do this thing? Right? Just pretty much the, the idea is building up the habit of bringing my plans 
to God and not trying to yeah. you know step without and it. And when you do that, it makes things easier because everyone loves to talk about the submission thing, but the first step is that the man submits to God. You know, so when you're doing that, your wife is gonna have more trust in you. Like, oh, I'm not worried about him making a bad decision because I know he's checking this out with God. And I think another area I was challenged into was, and I talked to my pastor about this. Like, we had a heart to heart. I just talked about like authority and submission to him. I'm like, yo, as my pastor, like, yo, I have to sit under you. And if, like, for example, if you tell me to do something, as someone I look up to, someone that's older than you, Part of knowledge and submission is I have to listen. Because mm-hmm. like even the Bible talks about it, there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. So like, yeah, you yeah. need to have wise people speak yeah. to you and you also have to be humble enough to, to hear it. So that's kind of one of the things God has been teaching me in this season, that if I'm going to be successful, I need to submit my plans to him and I also need to stay submitted under authority. Like pretty much... As a man, like, and I want to encourage all my brothers and you as well, bro, it's, it's important to be submitted. Like, like as a man, you got to be submitted. You can't just be a lone ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I want to say, you and Auntie need to get me a housewoman gift. Oh, this guy. I just, I just want to put that out there. You know, I'm, I was a little offended. You came to the crib. You know, I ain't see nothing in your hand. So you and Auntie, please... You know, whatever you can do, do me happy new year, please. This is um, about you. very important. But no, bro, I feel you. And uh, I want to say one last thing in terms of submission. So um, let's not confuse submission with surrendering. You know, I think uh, submission is something that, well, surrendering is something you, you do with like a foe. Like when you're in war and it's like, hey, you surrender. You can, you can. When you talk submission... Submission is something where it's 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 more of a willing and it's more, hey, look, this isn't some type of battle. See, but bro, this is the thing. Submission ain't submission until you're uncomfortable. What I mean by that is I agree. You you have to die to yourself. I agree. And that's where the surrender. In order to submit, you need to surrender. You can't surrender I mean you can't submit without surrender. Yeah. Well, for me, it's I don't want my partner to surrender. I want my partner to submit to me. Surrender. When you think of surrendering, what comes to mind? So essentially what I'm saying is you're not losing yourself, but you you got to let go of the part that you're holding on to. That's not a... That's more so what I'm alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. That's more so what I'm alluding to. Yeah. And part of the show is... We are going to have some back and forth and conversations, like yeah. you know, um, but I think overall, this is something that we're heading in the right direction, you know, but hey, look, I don't want to talk too much. This, <laughs> this is episode one of season five. We need people to come back. Yes, sir. We need people to come back. We have a lot of good things uh, in the works. Um, so just going to reiterate some of those things. We're working on a video. Um, I think... I can probably say by episode three, we should have something. We're working on video right now. Um, I also mentioned, if you know any gentlemen who could benefit from a suit, a nice suit, something that they could take into interviews, they can go to prom, whatever. You know, If you know somebody that can benefit from a custom-made suit, let Urban Theology know. And you can reach us at urbantheology underscore on Instagram. You can also email us at urban theology podcast at gmail.com 
Um, if you want to reach out to any of us individually, hey, I'm always available. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, long live T-O-B-E. Um, if you're looking for me in a professional capacity in regards to you know anything finance, you can always check out btoconsult.com. Where can they find you? Um, so as of now, you can just find me on LinkedIn. Okay, okay, Mr. Yeah, Professional. Yeah, man, that's the only place. Uh, guys, I get to marry. That's the only place you, you can find me right now if you need me on LinkedIn. Oh, so so LinkedIn. Are you active on LinkedIn? I mean, yeah. Your boy, your boy's active on LinkedIn. too many recruiters and phony people trying to reach out on LinkedIn. But, man. but yeah, that's, that's the only place you can find me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice, man. Well, hey, look. Episode one, season five. Um, we always do something. At the end of our episodes, we always cap it off with a Bible verse scripture that we leave our audience with. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Raheem, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first with mine. So this is an encouraging word, not just for me, but for anyone this year. If you want to um, really grow this year and you want to build things that are successful, I'm going to share something with y'all. Uh, Luke 6, from 46 to 49. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. Mm -hmm. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against the house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. Verse 49. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The river crashed against it, immediately it collapsed, and the destruction of the house was great. So essentially, just to sum it up, life be life and life is going to life. If you want to have a sure foundation, build on Jesus's words, build on the word of God. Like he said, the wise man is the one that hears his words, listens to them and builds his life on it. So the life in this, the life in this analogy, the parable that Jesus is using is the house, is the home. And he's the rock, AKA the foundation to build on. So whether that's your business, your potential relationships, whatever you want to do, you got to build it on Jesus. And if you build it on Jesus, it has a greater capacity to stand. And that's and that also goes for your life, too. If you build your life on him, when the issues of life come, because you're holding on to him, you're going to be able to withstand the storms of life. So, yeah. Hey, that boy's good, man. That boy's good. What can I say? So I'm going to read from the book of Micah, chapter 6, verse 8. And it says, He has shown you, O man, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? So, look, God has given us what we need to do. But sometimes we're stubborn. Sometimes we're paying attention to the wrong things. And sometimes we're, we're too in love with ourselves. You know, we just think we're the moon, sun, and the stars. And I encourage everyone to, if you don't know, what is required of you, study, seek out people, reach out to the podcast, reach out to your church pastor, reach out to somebody that you look up to, you know, ask them, hey, what does God require of me? You know, um, because it's, you, you can't keep on being ignorant. You know, there's so much around you. God is giving you signs. You keep on ignoring them. But at some point, you aren't going to be able to ignore any more signs. You're going to face consequences for all those signs you've ignored. 
So pay attention to God's word. Um, he loves all of us. And because he loves all of us, he does discipline us. You know, so that's that's my word. Man, appreciate it, man. That boy, you stay sharp and ready, man. Hey, man, I be trying to keep up with you, brother. Oh, you know, man. you be you be ready with the sword, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how God's complicated. Like, I got I got to send you back what you sent me. Like, no, you good. No, you good, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Look, episode one, season five. Thank you for joining in. We have so many things that we're gonna share this season. So please stay tuned with us. Please continue to share this. And um, we won't let you down again. <laughs> Man, we love y'all. We back. We promise we're not going to land my head. We promise, y'all. Hey, till next time, man. Peace. Peace.